1: Hey, it's Monique, welcome back to the podcast or welcome if this is your first time listening. This is the Brown Vegan Podcast, episode 135. And with this show, I love to present veganism from a practical perspective to help everyday people go vegan in a way that feels good to them. I also love to share wellness topics and vegan entrepreneurship because it's so much more to being vegan. It truly is a lifestyle. And so it's my goal to bring all those topics on here as a way for us to change our life for the better. You can find out more about what I do and how I do it at brownveganinnercircle.com. And also don't forget to come hang out with me on Instagram. I'm at brownvegan over there. Let me know what you think of this episode. So yes, on today's show, I have Natalie Patterson. She's actually the co-founder of InGarden. I met Natalie a few months ago because she reached out to me and wanted to know if I was interested in receiving her smart garden device. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Do I need something like this? Let me tell you the thing that actually motivated me to consider it, the fact that I am not someone who has a green thumb. I've never been someone who has a green thumb. That is actually why I was like, well, maybe this will be like a convenient way for me to eat microgreens without actually feeling like I'm doing a whole lot. So like a hassle-free way to incorporate more microgreens without much effort. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. If you've been following me for a while, you know, or you, you know, especially on like Instagram or YouTube, you know that my dad is the green thumb in my family. He has always grown our food. I love grocery shopping in my parents' backyard. That's like one of my favorite things to do. <laughs> okay. And so because of that, I grew up around him. I know that maintaining a garden is a lot of work. So like I said, when Natalie reached out to me, I was like, OK, well, maybe this is a way for me have a green thumb, but it ain't that green. But this will be something to do. You know, I was thinking that that would be a way for me to, you know, incorporate more microgreens into my, the meals that I'm already eating. So I'm just really excited that Natalie is coming on here to just share her experience. But I feel like in this conversation, I love that we're doing two of my favorite subjects, which you know is food and business. We're talking a lot about that in this conversation. We're gonna chat about Natalie's work in food science and biochemistry and how her childhood actually led to her career path. We're also gonna dive into what microgreens are and how they benefit our overall health. A lot of times when we think of microgreens is like an afterthought or a garnish on your plate when you're eating out but they really are nutritionally dense. And of course, from a a food scientist, Natalie's going to break all of that down. Natalie's also going to talk about why she decided to have a fresher business model instead of using powders or pills for her microgreens. And we're going to chat about her building an aesthetically pleasing product and why the aesthetics was so important to her as far as making sure that she had more of a compact Device to put on a countertop that just looks really good, you know? And finally, we're gonna talk about why it was so important to, for her to build a carbon neutral business. So make sure you check out InGarden on Instagram. Their Instagram is ngarten underscore so com. So C O M. You can purchase your own InGarden device at ngarten.com. Natalie was generous enough to give you a discount code. It's vegan20, so vegan20. I'll make sure that I link it on the blog post for you and also on Instagram. So, yes, without further ado, let's go ahead and hop right into the conversation with Natalie.
0: I grew up in New Zealand and New Zealand, if there's anything people know about it, is how connected to nature we are down there. And we actually have a saying in the Maori culture, which is the native people of New Zealand. And the saying goes, hikaike which means food from my hands. And we have a real sense of value for connecting with where our food comes from and giving life and sharing food through the preparation, you know, from the, the seed to the plate of one's food. And you know, my childhood was just ah uh, full of being outside, you know, playing in the dirt, playing in the garden, working on a farm, you know, and having that real connection to nature. And then in my teenage years, I actually moved to Central City London, which is, I suppose, you know, the European version of New York, I would imagine. And so obviously it's just a fast-paced lifestyle, very urban scene. And there isn't nature. I didn't even have, you know, a balcony <laughs> in the flat that I lived. And so, you know, having these stark differences in my life experiences made me realize that in a modern world, we need to find ways where we can deliver high impact, high quality nutrition in a convenient and easy way, whether that just be because you need it more, you know, on a timely manner or simply because you don't have the space to have a beautiful garden and grow plants and vegetables, herbs, tomatoes, whatever it may be. And so that is kind of where my vision stemmed for garden in the sense of, geez, like, I I want something that is the best of both worlds. And we need tools, all of us, you know, we live busy lives these days. And so we need tools so that we can make good nutrition easier. So that we can, you know, de, you know, I suppose decompose what we feel in relation to the complication of what being healthy means. Cause it doesn't have to be complicated. And I think that's where you and I align. In the sense of meeting people wherever they are on their wellness journey by providing, you know, tips and advice, and <laughs> different tools. And I think, I think that's kind of where this journey meets. So when
1: you were growing up,
0: you have to tell us like, what did they, eat? a typical meal,
1: like not even a typical meal, but was your family have like a green thumb, I guess I would say. And the reason I want to know this is because I think I told you before that my dad, I mean, it's nothing for me. Like, I was always very thankful growing up because my dad always had a garden. No matter where we lived, he would find some little bit of space to grow food. Did you have that same experience with food, or was it more so just keeping fresh, you know, from the farmer's market kind of thing?
0: Yes, this is a great question. I admittedly, myself am not <laughs> i am not the biggest green thumb like i wish and want to be but the way my lifestyle has evolved you know being a a working you know very highly into academics type of person it just doesn't allow you the time to have that green thumb and my upbringing more so was my extended family and friends were always the one who you know either had the farm or the garden and so it was more of nutrition for me was the sense of community Mm -hmm. and that sense of wholesomeness and the sense of you know I think in your in your most recent episode about practical tips, you talked about accountability and how when it comes to health, it's it's so much more just inviting to have that sense of accountability, or you know, finding fellow vegans. I know you talked about you know different communities and having that sense of fellowship when it comes to food, because that's what connects us all. No matter who we are, we all eat, right? And so having that kind of red, red string between, between, you know, health and, and you, I think that's kind of what my upbringing showed me. And so, you know, when it came to something like in God, and I'm like, hmm, how can I, help help myself keep accountable when it comes to fresh nutrition straight from the source while well, again it's tools such as smart gardens you know such as using shopping lists on your phone to stay updated with what you need to buy from the supermarket or getting notifications about local farmers markets or local meetups with connecting with your local farmers whatever it might be like finding tools to broaden my horizon, right? Of like how I can make high quality nutrition accessible became so important.
1: Yeah. Because it really is convenient. I will say that. (laughs) I know when you, when you reached out to send me, I always, we always go back and forth like device. Is it a product? Is it advice? No, it's a smart garden. When you reached out to send it to me, I was like, I don't know what is this, you know, mm. because of course it just looks different. I've yeah. never seen the style, and I was like, okay, let me just try it, and then after that, I was like, oh yeah, we definitely have to do this. We have to <laughs> do. It. We have to have a conversation about this because. Yeah. As someone like me who is not, does not, even though I always benefit from the fact that my dad has a garden and it's amazing, I myself have no interest of in doing that. But I do feel like the sense of accomplishment because I'm growing microgreens, I'm putting it on my food and I feel like, okay, this is something I can do. And it just makes it it's so convenient because because I keep it on my counter. I always see it and I'm always reminded that I could just Cut what I need and keep going. You know what I'm saying. So I love, I love that aspect of it.
0: Yeah, no, you bring up a great point. It's right on your counter, counter, and you can see it. I think for me, you know, there's that saying like out of sight, out of mind. And I think it's you know the vice versa applies as well in terms of insight in mind. Unfortunately, in our fast paced lifestyles, you know, once again. We buy fresh produce, and I've been guilty where I forget it because it gets shoved to the back of the fridge accidentally, and then well, we all know what happens with fresh produce; it goes off rather quickly, eh? And so, unfortunately, you know, you might end up wasting it, and that's you know not only a sad thing to waste food in general, but obviously wasting your your money, (laughs) and Mm -hmm. and that's never that's never something any of us want. And so, you know, when it comes to nutrition, I teach undergraduate nutrition classes and I always say to my students we need to find ways to add good healthy sources of food into our diet we need to change the current diet mentality when it comes to health which is all about you know elimination and i think instead we should think of you know instead of omission in our diet you know, taking out the foods we enjoy. Instead, we should focus on optimization. So not omission, but instead optimization. And in that sense, it's like, how can we add more whole foods into our diet? You started off by saying, yeah, most of us don't eat enough fresh produce, fruits, vegetables, herbs, microgreens, right? And Mm -hmm. finding ways to make it easier to do that for ourselves and to incorporate into the foods we already love is truly going to make it feel easy to be healthier cuz we're just adding we're just adding some microgreens on our mac and cheese or our pizza or our taco salad right we're just adding things that are healthful to our diet and then it becomes fun instead of you know stressful because you quote quote can't eat this or can't eat that and you know it it's psychologically important, I think, too, to consider what it means to be healthy to each and every one of us. And sometimes that kind of, you know, more negative, I, I suppose, perspective around it, in terms of, oh, I can't eat this, can't do this anymore, can't enjoy this, that just doesn't help us make positive changes sometimes. And so having a more way of like, oh, how can I substitute? You know, you talked about as well in your practical tips, substituting like, Milk is really simple, you know what I mean? And substituting eggs. And in in terms of the health world and health scene now, we do have more and more tools to make it accessible. And it's about utilizing those tools. You know, like you said, you were like, "Mm, I don't know, maybe. But it's like once we have these tools, we're like, why didn't we do this sooner? (laughs)
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. You have to tell us though, Natalie, what is a microgreen? But just in case someone's listening and they're not really familiar
0: with that term. what yes. is microgreen? Yes. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> great point. So a microgreen, surprise, surprise, is actually simply the baby versions and baby vegetable seedlings of the produce and vegetables you already know. So for example, within garden, you will receive broccoli microgreens or radish microgreens or arugula microgreens or kale or mustard, right? All of these things we recognize, we, we've heard of these vegetables. And I think that's what's great about microgreens because it's simply the baby versions of what we already know and love. And so for that, you know, their sense of, novelty in the sense of if you've never had a microgreen, you get a new experience. But there's also a sense of familiarity because we all know what broccoli is and we all know what red cabbage is, right? Even if we've never tried those vegetables, perhaps, <laughs> I'm sure we've seen them on maybe someone else's plate or on the supermarket shelf, right? <laughs> so the point is, I I think, again, like finding, finding these things that are going to uplift our life regardless because they are a whole food source of nutrition, right? I think that is the missing component because usually I think when, when we think of fast food, we don't think of healthy food. Nope. But the future of food to me is reimagining this and, and realizing that healthy food can become fast food with something like a smart garden, right?
1: Mm-hmm. What I want to say about this, because I feel like I know it sounds really silly and I see, I keep seeing this meme. I've been seeing it for the last few weeks about how people, how adults, how it's just like, why do adults not drink water or eat vegetables? Right. Like mm. i you even seen, I don't know if you're on Instagram, but I keep seeing that meme. Like You were too old not to do that, right? And I feel like microgreens, and just in my opinion, are less intimidating for people who don't eat vegetables because I feel like a lot of times people aren't really sure about how to prepare vegetables in a way that's delicious and satisfying. Because a lot of times, a lot of us, unfortunately grew up where we where vegetables were considered the afterthought. They weren't they were overcooked, exactly. they weren't seasoned properly. They just weren't appealing. So that's why a lot of us in adulthood don't eat it. And so I think that microgreens green, micro microgreens are less intimidating because you can just like you said sprinkle it on a pizza, sprinkle it on your mac and cheese. It can really enrich your your meal, but it doesn't feel like it took much effort to make that happen. So I really love I think that to me is one of the major benefits to having this, to have an integral garden on your counter but for you what are some of the benefits of actually having in garden like why do we I know that you you kind of went over some of that but why should we care like why would anybody want to invest yeah in this device you know what I mean
0: yeah no absolutely and I think like of course I absolutely agree with your points of it's a step in the right direction Whatever whatever level you are, whether you're the, you know, newcomer knowing, hey, I really need to start making some positive changes, or you are the expert and looking for, you know, the next health thing to boost your already, you know, great healthy routine. I think it's it fits in for anyone, no matter where you align on the spectrum. And so, like you mentioned, the the ease of access, right? It's right there on your counters. So you don't have to think twice about, oh, preparing them or washing them or stuff. You just literally cut them, (laughs) sprinkle them on said food, you know, and what's great is it's applicable to breakfast, lunch, or dinner, whether that be, you know, your, your vegan breakfast sandwich or your avocado toast, or, you know, I even put them in my smoothies or fresh juices. And then, you know, lunch foods, as I've already mentioned and lunch and dinner foods, as I've already mentioned, but I think the thing, what really, really needs to be, I suppose, exposed more, and I think that's the responsibility of individuals such as yourself and me, is the nutritional potency and nutritional density of microgreens. They are not simply a fun, cute garnish, right? Mm -hmm. They, you know, started off in the fine dining culinary world and were, commonly termed vegetable confetti, because they are fun. Like, I'm not going to take that away from them. They absolutely are. But what do I mean by nutritional density? So if anyone, you know, takes the word density, it simply means a lot packed into a small volume of space. If something is more dense, there's a lot of things packed into that unit of space. And so microgreens, they might be mini, right? But they have a major nutritional impact. And what do I mean by that? I mean, they are nutritionally dense in our micronutrients, which are our vitamins and minerals. All vitamins and minerals are essential and we must get them from our diet because we cannot synthesize these compounds in our own body. So to quantify what I'm saying a little bit, one of my favorite microgreens is the red cabbage because they're just this beautiful like purple green color. And when it comes to the nutritional content, get ready for these numbers because they blew my mind when I first researched touched and learned about microgreens years ago is yeah. vitamin a content right a very important antioxidant it has in a micro, in a serving of red cabbage microgreens there is 230 percent more of our daily value percent that we need to get for vitamin a compared to mature red cabbage yeah. there is 150 percent more of the percent daily value of folate compared to again mature red cabbage in one serving of microgreens, there is 88% more manganese. And wait for this number, it almost seems too good to be true, but there is 2,150% more of the daily value for phosphorus in compared to red cabbage. So when compared to quote, quote, what we call mature vegetable counterpart, the microgreens are more nutritionally dense. They are like a vitamin and mineral bomb, right? And I think we could all use this kind of extra punch when it comes to the micronutrients that we need to be consuming, right? And so, whether it be you're interested in, you know, better immune health, digestive health, bone health, muscular health for beauty, like our skin, our hair, our nails, whatever it might be. These micronutrients are the tools that our body needs to do its job, right? That mm-hmm. our body needs. Like we can imagine these little workers inside our body. And if we're not giving them their their toolkit, they can't do their jobs. And so again, back to your comment on this is an easy way to add better, you know, whole food sources into our diet because they are simple. They, you know, we're getting more quote, unquote bang for our nutritional buck because we don't need to eat as large a servings, yet we're still getting the same benefits because they are just more packed with these micronutrients. If that, mm-hmm. If that helps kind of, I suppose, orient the you know, magical amazingness of microgreens.
1: <laughs> yes. You have to tell us though, too, though, Natalie, because, okay, for me, when I think about where the
0: health industry overall
1: is going, and I kind of put that in quotes because you know how that, you know what I mean. When I say that, it's like, it's very subject, yes. subjective as far as yes. what, you know, health means. But I feel like a lot of times, <laughs> a, a lot of products are pushed as far as having a or a powder. So why did you decide not to make your greens? Why did you decide to go in the fresh direction opposed to just, you know, you could easily just took the microgreens
0: and put them into a powder <laughs> yes. like everyone else is doing. Yes. No. Oh, this is definitely uh, one of my favorite <laughs> questions because obviously my background in both nutritional sciences and food science and just quickly to provide some definitions in case People are unaware of the differences. So nutrition science as a whole is about studying what happens to food and how does it affect us once we consume it? You know, put it in your mouth, digest it, absorb it. What is going on internally? On the flip side, food science is studying everything that happens to our food from the farm to the plate, right? Mm -hmm. And clearly the journey that our food takes before we consume it, impacts the quality of its nutrition. So for me it's really full circle having being able to study both of these fields because not only do I understand what happens to food before we are consuming it but I also understand what happens you know biochemically in our body. And so having this big picture view has helped me understand why choosing whole foods truly is the route we should aim to go because what I tell my students is this. There is a scale of less optimal and more optimal. Having things like supplements or powders, you know, you're you're not doing bad for your health, right? You're 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 trying, at least you're making an effort to eat healthier. However, it's definitely on the scale of things on the slightly less optimal side. Just like when it comes to vegan food, there's vegan convenient food and It's not, you know, bad, but it's definitely not the most optimal, right? Because we, we both, we, we all know that the most optimal is the whole food sources, meaning as nature intended it. And so, to go back to my upbringing, right, that influenced me to know that straight from the source, freshness from the source, that's where we're going to get the most, you know, I suppose vitality when it comes to the nutrients. Because as soon as a plant is cut, sadly it begins to deteriorate it begins to lose some of those beneficial nutrients doesn't it mean it's bad no doesn't mean you shouldn't eat it no it simply means it's starting to die you know we all, we've all seen the progression of we buy some fresh produce from the store and as i mentioned accidentally forget it in the back of our fridge right uh-huh. at some point in that continuum you're consuming the food and it's still good it's still beneficial but realistically it's not as beneficial as it would have been if you Cut it straight from the source, ate it from, say, your garden or, you know, something like like in garden and a smart garden inside your inside your home. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's about awareness of, yes, you can, you know, spend your money on these supplements or powders. But the problem is they're usually more expensive than truly the value that they promise. And see, as a scientist, having evidence and kind of that proof and backing of of the quotes you make is so important for me. That is why Ingot and Microgreens has actually gone under a nutritional analysis. So when I say these numbers of the nutrient content in the microgreen, it's because we have validated and verified that what we say you're getting is what you will get with in garden microgreens, right? And we don't always have that guarantee. And sadly, the supplement industry is not regulated. So I know. Oh, yes. <laughs> I
1: know, that's a big deal. Oh my
0: goodness. <laughs> yes. So am I saying every company out there is skipping, you know, skipping some steps in quality? No. No, there's absolutely some passionate individuals that want to make the the field different, you know, and change the change the way it's done. However, It's just, uh, you just lose that guarantee. And, you know, nature packaged food in a way that our body knows how to recognize, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure we've all got an Amazon package before or just something in the mail that's kind of being ripped up or maybe has a hole in it. And we're like, oh, geez, like, what if what's inside of the box is also damaged? And that's kind of what happens when we change how food is naturally found in nature because the body then goes, Oh not so sure how to process this and actually might not even even absorb the beneficial nutrients. So there's just more variables and room for error, I suppose. But again, it's just about less optimal versus more optimal. And all of these fit in on a scale of health, but if you know we're really working towards a goal, right, it is striving for the whole food experience. Cause that's what's truly truly going to make the biggest change in our diet.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have to talk about, because I'm always big on, I like to tell people what they should do, but I also love to give examples of how to implement something because if it's real world, then it's like, okay, they can see themselves in it, right? Yes. And so for me, the way that I use your microgreens is I love to make hummus, like with hummus and pita, like I would toast my pita bread put hummus on it, peppers, tomatoes, cucumbers. And then I like to put the microgreens on there with like crushed red pepper. Like that's, it's really easy for me to do that, right? And I also love to make like this, (laughs) it's like a, I guess it's kind of like a tofu stew. It has like tofu and vegetables and like a really thick sauce. And I like to have it with quinoa, Or rice, and then I just cut some greens, some microgreens, and put it on there. Like in a way, it is like a garnish, but it is a delicious garnish, you know. (laughs) It's like a way of like appreciating it. So those are the ways that I typically use it when, like I said, it's on the counter, looking like I'm growing weed, like my my son says. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about this. We talked about this. So let me say that. Let me say this though. Because we're going to talk about like the design because I think it's just, I love it. It's so modern. It's so sleek. It's beautiful. Yes. A lot of times when I see hydroponic, hydro is it pronic? <laughs> One day I'm going to say it right. <laughs> you got hydroponic it, you got it. <laughs> when I say, when I see hydroponic gardens, they're usually bulky, plastic, they're ugly. They take up a lot of space. They're not, they're not aesthetically pleasing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's so much that went behind the design of your product. So, as far as like, that's how I use it. You know, that's how yes. I look at the microgreens. It's just, okay, I'll just go ahead and add it on there. It's very convenient. Yes. I only have, I noticed that I'm only watering it like once every week or so. I feel like Correct. it's not that often because you have the pan at the bottom. So anyway, cause I get, I'm getting excited. <laughs> I can go all over the place. I want you to say how, tell us how you typically use your microgreens. In mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no. And definitely like, even on the note, like I am a scientist at heart and when it comes to health, my vision is just to show people and this is exactly where we align as well, you know, you, I think when it comes to just health and wellness, you just have to start trying, right? And whether it be in garden microgreens or the microgreens at your local farmer's market or if you can find them at your supermarket, that's still... You know, a step in the right direction and exploring and being curious. And I think that, you know, adds this sense of fun into it. And so obviously, I have a favor, <laughs> oh, yeah. favoritism for in garden microgreens just because I saw all the problems in the industry and tried to address them all in one. One smart garden, but nonetheless, what do I like to use it on? So as I mentioned to you before, I love all the recipes that you actually, you know, create yourself because of how they are still this sense of good, tasty, comfort food we love but reimagined, right? And so whether it be, you know, the creamy mushroom and spinach pasta for dinner and mixing that into the, you know, into the pot, mixing the microgreens into the pot or topping them on your loaded baked potato or oh my goodness, your recipe for vegan chili mac and cheese, like oh lord, like mm, Natalie, I, I don't think, know why that is so popular! <laughs> I, I literally it's just his home, it hits home, that's why I like, oh <laughs> You can't go wrong. You know what I mean? So <laughs> you got me there. And like back to, you know, breakfast, whether like the, I think the most uncommon kind of thought when it comes to microgreens is how much I love putting them into my smoothies. Cause I think we've all experimented with putting like spinach or kale in our smoothies. And so microgreens are just the same, right? You can pop them into your smoothies and then, you know, it's all ground up. You don't even notice that they're in there. And so, again, I think it's just levels of things. And um, if you're a little bit more adventurous in the kitchen, you can even make like a, you know, a vegan cheese mixed with the microgreens or or a pesto or even a hummus dip. Right. So mm-hmm. I think it's about, you know, tapping into that kind of inner you know, creative slash inner artist that exists in, in some of us and just having fun with it. I think that's the whole point. And, you know, on the, on the mention of the, of the device and the design, like that was so important to me because like you, you know, I've, I had seen smart gardens and I'll be honest, like, like, I, it was one of those things like, yeah, like that would be cool to have, but like, mm, like, I don't yeah, you know, No, Let me be mm. honest. I'm like, what the hell when yeah. I see most of
1: them? Cause they are huge.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, like it would be nice, but I don't really need that. Right. And I think that's, that's the kind of barrier to entry here is that most of us think, yeah, we don't really need something like that. But it's like once we have it, we realize, wow, oh, like, no. this is really improving my life and making it easier.
1: Yeah. So, OK, let's talk about that, because I feel like it. I knew as soon as I received my package, I knew that it was very intentional. It was, it was just so obvious, like the design of everything. I love how it's a ceramic bowl, like a pan, I guess I want to call it. And, you know, I could put the water in there. It's so the string is the, is how it's being fed, right? It's, that's how the seeds Correct. are being. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Yes. And so it's, it's not, there's no mess. I like that part of it because of course, if I had a garden outside, I would have to deal with soil and all of that. So having it inside is super convenient because I don't have to worry about anything, but switching out the pads as yes. far as when the seeds are done and then cleaning the the pan. Exactly. Now, let me ask you this though, because I've had mine for, I think, Has it been about two months at this point? I feel like it's been about two months. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like I switch my, is there like a rule of thumb as as far as how often I should be switching out and putting a new set of uh, seeds down?
0: New pads no no okay no i mean i think the thing is with with something like a smart device it's all about personalization right it's all about figuring out like what works for you and how it fits in your lifestyle and what's great is when it comes to these you know fresh microgreens like it's kind of a personalized you know experience right in the sense of depending on whether you live in a hotter place a cooler place the humidity right whether you have your heat on all the time or your air con it's it's going to be and grow differently right and so that's the thing with living living foods <laughs> we can't exactly <laughs> dictate them they kind of dictate it for themselves and so yeah like for me i needed as autonomous as possible i need it as hassle free as you mentioned mess free as possible like i i selfishly thought what would i want <laughs> no that's smart though and, that is so smart because you saw what you did not like yes. all the plastic and all of the yes. you know the
1: kind of not the most ap- appealing exactly, design exactly. so and yeah you fixed that
0: <laughs> yes it started it did it started from okay what do i like what don't i like and for me sustainability is so important in which Clearly it is for you as well, because, you know, the whole point I think about being vegan is the fact that you're taking your nutrition and you're thinking about the wider community and your impact on the planet Mm -hmm. and having that, you know, front of sustainability and like true push to, you know, break barriers and change the way corporations do things is so important to me because, you know... (laughs) We only have one world and we only have so much space. And if we don't do something about it, well, it's going to, you know, bite, bite us in the behind eventually. Yes. Already I is like in many ways. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yes, InGarden from the packaging to the actual device itself is all, you know, plastic free. The, as you mentioned, the the bowl or the base or the pan is ceramic and the actual lighting system is stainless steel so no plastics there no plastics in the packaging and in terms of the wicks right you ask if that's how the seed pads stay you know moist and, and watered is because of the wicks and going back to my upbringing and love of nature i wanted to create something that mimics the natural processes of nature. So the light system itself emits all the UVs of the sun and so it's mimicking natural light. And the wick that you know pulls up the water from the ceramic bowl, you know, to wet the seed pads is actually mimicking nature's process called transpirational pull where how plants, you know, get water from the soil up their roots. Is through the process of evaporation. So, water is actually evaporating from their leaves, which then helps their roots and stem pull it up from the ground. Or, in this case, you know, once the root systems of the microgreens start growing enough, you know, along with the wick, then that is how water is being pulled up from the ceramic bowl to the leaves and then out. And so, like, having this kind of, you know, crossroads between old world, you know, I guess nature's natural processes but also modern tech like that excited me and like that's sexy to me right because that's the future of food we have to answer the question of how we're going to sustainably feed this growing population and indoor gardening and smart gardening is one way you're making a contribution to that right and in terms of pillars right with my company I was like okay I care about the individual nutrition, right? Like how, how can I help everyone make nutrition more accessible and easy and microgreens? Well, as I mentioned, they are just, they are a bang for our nutritional buck. They buck, they really are giving us such high value to our health and wellness. And so tick the boxes with that one and then another important aspect for me was you know nutrition of the wider community and i know i shared with you before but this is why I'm- We've joined forces with Share the Meal, which is the United Nations, under the United Nations to help feed children in need. So every in-garden sold actually shares a meal with one child in need. And for me, that's addressing, hey, we can't just think selfishly about how we nourish ourselves, but we should really look to both our local and global community and see how we can make a difference. So tick that box and then thirdly third pillar is okay we address the individual we address the community how can we address the global society in the sense of our planet and for me that comes back to the fact you know we are a carbon neutral company and you know not using plastics and really just supporting this hey we need to go back to delivering quality, quality goods because it shouldn't be about, you know, producing the lowest quality thing for the cheapest price because I think we as consumers, we are demanding better. And (laughs) it's up to, you know, us now to make the changes because the big corporations, they are too far down the line for the most part, right? And, you know it takes the people's push to actually make a difference and we're all a part of that. And so that was kind of the the third, right? So individual nutrition, community nutrition, and then impact on the planet. And for me, like knowing that I am able to make these differences in a positive di- direction and that you are too. And what you do here on your podcast space of just keeping, you know, keeping people open to experimenting, showing them how easy a vegan lifestyle can be and just showing them that, hey, like we do need to change our mindset because sometimes you do have to put an effort into it to actually make it meaningful to you, you know?
1: Mhm, you really do. So, I feel like there's there's so much that we covered in this conversation and like we talked about before we started recording. The goal is to what can we do to get people to eat more greens? Even mm-hmm. if they don't buy we want them to buy in garden, okay? Cuz I love in garden. I want them to Stop. buy it. <laughs> but if they don't, the goal of the conversation is to make eating greens something that people feel like they can do daily and it doesn't have to be complicated. And yeah. so Mm. I want to know from you, though, before we wrap up, is what does wellness mean to you? And it doesn't necessarily just have to be food. It could just be overall. Like, yeah. what does that mean to you?
0: Yeah, no, I really I love this question because I actually haven't been asked this before. And so my my initial, I suppose, reaction when when thinking about what, you know, defining things is literally just to think of the dictionary definition of words. Cause I think we can really derive meaning from that. And that's kind of what I tell my students is like every, every lecture I give, I always have about two slides of words and definitions so that we're on the same page. Right. And so with wellness, you know, if you literally Google the definition, it is a state of being in good health, especially as an actively pursued goal. And that part of it, is really, really just hits home for me, an actively pursued goal. Because for me, wellness is a choice to make a decision to strive towards optimal health and really not just surviving in life, but thriving, right? And For me, you know, as you mentioned, wellness isn't just about food. It's truly a lifestyle. And sadly, I feel like in many ways social media has made it a little bit cringy for some people. (laughs) But the point is, it is about wellness in the sense of your nutrition, your social life, your you know, career or academic life, your family life. It's it's life, right? It's your whole life because we are whole beings right and we don't just have one aspect we are amazing (laughs) we are awesome right my scientist self nerds out at how much humans are really just ah so cool (laughs) and so yeah wellness for me it's a choice it's like making those small daily choices whether it's one thing you change and then it becomes three things you've changed for the better and then five and then these Positive habits become as easy as, say, you know, brushing our teeth, right? It's simply about being willing to make a choice for change. And no one can do that about, you know, no one can do that for you except yourself. And for me, like knowing that you're just. Actively making these decisions and striving for you know bettering yourself, but also bettering your your family. Right, like having in on your countertop is a conversation piece for your kids, as you mentioned your son, or a conversation <laughs> a conversation piece for when your friends come over or your family come over. Right, like it's spreading the good word of health and nutrition and. Convenience and ease at the same time, right? Domino effect, and and that is for me. I suppose that's what wellness is like making the choice for yourself, but for you know also your inner circle and then your community and the world, and it, it's just a domino effect at that point. And I think that's the the beauty of it, really.
1: Yes. Tell us where we can purchase the InGarden smart garden device and anything else you want us to do as far as following you on social media, following InGarden, just tell us what you want us to do.
0: Definitely. Yes. InGarden.com is where you'll find everything. And that's simply in, like indoors, I-N and then garden, G-A-R-D-E-N.com. And I think for me, a picture is worth a thousand words. So we've talked on and on about this and this feature of the product, but have a look at it for yourself, right? And then on our Instagram, which is ingarden underscore com, right? Look at the recipes that we've posted. There's also little snippets of me sharing some of the other fun features about microgreens or, you know, organic, GMO, you know, all these <laughs> fun topics in the space of nutrition. And if, if anything, just check it out, right? At least you'll be a little bit more knowledgeable by being able to recognize what a microgreen is. And I think, again, that positive step in the right direction is, you know, you can pat yourself on the back. Hey, you did something right, right? You did something right today. So yeah, ingarden.com. Natalie was gracious enough to give you guys a discount code. So if you go to
1: ingarden.com, you can purchase your own smart garden and save 20% using discount code VEGAN20. Two
0: zero. Boop, boop.
1: We all yep. have a little discount, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I appreciate you so much. This has been a pleasure, and honestly, just getting to know you over the last couple of months has been a pleasure as well. I really appreciate all of the work that you're doing, and I'm so thankful that you decided to come on this platform yeah. and share the goodness, <laughs> food no, science with us.
0: Absolutely, no. Honestly, I think the magic in the space is getting to collaborate and knowing that we can just continue to give little golden nuggets to to the listeners so it's absolutely my pleasure
1: thanks so much for listening to this episode of the podcast all of the show notes will be at brownvegan.com so check those out also let me know what you thought of this episode come hang out with me on instagram my handle over there is at brownvegan. have a great day and i will talk to you next week